Welcome to the Arlanders Podcast. Arlanders Podcast is here to shed light on all things business in the outdoors. My name is Jaime, and I'm here with my buddy Kingston. And we What's have up? a very, very special guest. Who is he, Kingston? August Paul. August Paul, baby. I mean, I'm looking What's at... What's going on, guys? Yeah, we got you on the uh, on the line here, all the way from Montana. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm out here on the family's ranch, right in the middle of the state. That's awesome. What's the you, it's um it's a specific type of ranch, right? You guys you guys have livestock? Yeah, yeah, we have uh we have bison. We've got about thirty five head of bison out here. So it's sad. um it's right on the base of the Snowy Mountains in the Lewis and Clark National Forest. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Going, I got to go oh, yeah. one of these days. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Honestly, anytime. Right now, it's pretty intense because there's just so much snow. You can't even get a truck out here. It's like uh, rangers with cats or like Polaris's and snowmobiles, but it adds to the adventure for sure. You have a side by side out there right now. Yeah. We got like a bunch of chickens too. So just <laughs> crushing eggs and feeding bison. That's all. You guys eat, you guys don't eat the bison, do you? Uh, no, not typically. I mean, once in a while, if one has to get put down, we'll, we'll eat it, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, but we, you know, yeah, that's, they that's taste life. good. Well, they taste good. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us, dude. Um, dude, thank you guys for having me on here. We want to kind of give the people a glimpse of what actual life on the road full time looks like. Cause at, at the most fakers, we, yeah, we, we Kingston is definitely a little bit more hardcore than I, he can do like months, like literally months. I could. On yeah. The and I'm not really set up for that, that extensive amount of time. Um, and although you're at the ranch right now, you are typically in not, you're not living on a ranch usually. Yeah, man. It's been, it's been a, a last couple of years has been quite the journey. I, I, um, was living in New York and LA for, I don't know, eight years. And then, um, I was just constantly just outside camping and, um, saw this opportunity to, uh, take over what was originally my grandfather's airstream, then passed on to my dad. And then it was just parked in some spot out in like Valencia rotting away for like 15 years and, uh, kind of took a look at it. And I originally was kind of like, thinking about just renovating it and turning it into a rental, like an Airbnb. Um, so I started the project and then about a month in, I was like, hell, I love this thing. I'm going to live in it. Screw it. So, uh, yeah, it ended up taking me a year and I restored it to 1968. Um, and it, I took it down to the bones. It was definitely like a, a bigger project than I anticipated, especially since I'm not a, a builder. So it was just like sitting on YouTube and forums trying to figure it out. But, um, yeah, after about a year, I started like looking for some land to put it on, but it turns out that, um, if it will for all, anyone that's listening that is thinking about living in a tiny home or a mobile small dwelling unit, like figure out where you're going to put that thing first. If you want it to be permanent, cause it is a challenge. I've, I, it took me, I mean, I looked for a year for places to put it and there's just so many laws around it that make it pretty difficult to uh, park it on like someone else's land or something like that, you know? But, uh, once I couldn't figure that out, I decided to hit the road with it. There was a little bit of like a transition of, of rethinking the build out to be more 
like uh, off grid ready, you know, uh, and um, you also kind of like dial those things in as you go on the road. But uh, yeah, man, I just just started traveling with it, and then uh, staying on public land, and um, then kind of just dialing in a lifestyle that you know, like shifting to this tiny little little lifestyle because it's like about a hundred square feet. So you really have basically like everything you need and nothing that you don't in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's, it's, it's been, it's been awesome. Dude, that's amazing. That is, that is the, I feel like the goal, but the cool part when I followed you and when I met you in person and saw this lifestyle is you keep it pretty real of like the reality of life on the road and how much, honest honest dude the amount of work you put in that trailer to make it livable was like you mentioned like an extensive year of labor research the whole nine to get that thing dialed in and plus you're yeah i mean you're doing your own so yeah it's like something to look forward dude, to we're, we're it fired is looking up. good <laughs> thanks you've dude been put, you, you've been putting in work yeah but that's like such a the the best part dude about owning something like that is the amount of it's like a labor of love and then when you use it my, my biggest concern currently dude is i'm going to take it out and something's just going to freaking blow up on it or something for the first go just get solid insurance oh yeah see i didn't even I'm not even thinking about insurance yet for that thing well you're not yeah. i don't think you're there yet but yeah you're gonna yeah you yeah. need it for that hunk of metal coming down the road <laughs> <laughs> honestly take it my br- pick up my brain when you do that because it it was so weird to figure out how you even appraise it and something that old with renovations and yours appraised for a bunch of money right i mean it's a true stream right yeah yeah it's crazy i didn't even expect it but um yeah it it appraised for like five times what i put into it that's amazing dude that's a great turnaround yeah or you know Yeah, it was like, it was honestly kind of hard not to be like, all right, let's do another one. <laughs> Flip it. <laughs> that's a hard but, life is being like a trailer flipper. There's, there's people that do that, but that's, that seems like a very intensive amount of work, you know, for for the flips. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I was kind of like one and done with it. How yes. long have you been on yeah. the road officially, August? Off and on for about two years now. Jeez. Nice. Yeah, two years in that little thing. Give us some, uh, give us some highs and lows of life on the road and some stuff we wouldn't expect. Yeah. Sit on, sit on Pinterest or on Instagram and like see these epic photos of like, you know, of a Airstream in Alabama Hills and be like, that's the life for me. Uh-huh. Like, uh, I know it. But then when it's like, you know, you have to count, count the small wins. Cause when you do get those moments, it's like, you have, you're just so grateful for them because the reality of it, you're like, you know, it's almost a full-time job figuring out where you're going to be every night in that thing. And like, yep. you're pulling your, you're pulling your home with you everywhere you go and leaving it. And it gets complicated, you know, I mean, thank God for public lands because it, you know, it's like camping is getting so expensive, but having a, uh, you know, it's like, you're also pulling around a 50 foot rig, right? Yeah. Like it's so different than just having a car, but um, yeah, it's like, and then you're having to deal with basic things like your, your your toilet and sewer and water and power and a lot of places that are on public lands that you can camp for X amount of time. Like they don't have cell service and then you're like trying to keep up with normal life and 
you know, detaching or driving to town just to send an email. And it's like those little things that you don't think about yep. or you're like, you're like, shit, I need a fresh pair of underwear. <laughs> and I don't have, a, I gotta go do laundry and like drive into some city. It's like, those are the parts you don't really think about. But honestly, like if you, if you love being outside, it's like the, the juice is worth the squeeze, honestly, because yeah. just to be able to park in the most insane, beautiful spot and just call it home. is just like, there's nothing like it. Yep. That's a, that's a great point. And it, like you said, it's not easy most stuff that looks cool to own um like yeah. this podcast we do talk about kingston is a full-time creative i'm a small business owner we both own small businesses and it might look cool from the outside but the amount of effort that goes in behind the scenes is a shit ton of work you know if you're passionate about something i guess that's really what really what it comes down to it's like you got to be passionate about it it's definitely not just a fantasy right yeah totally what are you and what are you towing? What are you towing the airstream with right now? Um, I have a 2017 Tundra. I I, I got a 4.6 liter, and I kind of regret not buying the uh, a little bit of a bigger engine just to kind of like help with towing power. I, I but when I bought the truck, I didn't really anticipate how I being on the road full time. You know, totally. And you're putting you have put a lot of miles. How many would you say you put in this past year? Oh man. Uh, I'm I'm driving like thirty thousand a year. That's not really yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, we've been yeah, uh, it's a lot. So okay, that was that's a low. The high, like you mentioned, you see some insane places. Million dollar listing. Million dollar listing. Late location. Yeah, right, this sunset. The sun's gonna drop over there. That would be nice to look out the window. Let's park it this and, way. And the awkward low is stuff like, shoot, I need to find a. Friggin' new underwear. <laughs> That's the first thing that yeah. I thought of too. Dirt. Yeah, exactly. Dirty underwear and no Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Wi-Fi. And let's, I mean, Wi-Fi is a really, really good point of life on the road because um, we've only touched on, obviously, a, a small aspect of your life, which is the Airstream living life on the road. We know him originally from being an amazing musician. His career as a musician has taken... Um, many ebbs and flows and where he's currently at now it's it's an amazing experience to see what you're doing with your music now um hey thanks man yeah of course and you crush it it's yeah. we, we we take i take it for granted but every time we go camping and then this guy just yeah. rolls up to camp and he's a professional musician <laughs> <laughs> i know it's like so entertaining <laughs> yeah Dude. a lot better than uh, yeah. a freaking speaker and some you know those tunes 90s country from King 90s country <laughs> that's all i got saved offline so that's what you're gonna get <laughs> Heck so yeah! Give heck us a little yeah. bit of love on career, uh, how it looks like right now. I've been I've been making music my whole life, but I uh, majority of my twenties, I kind of started my career um, more seriously as a, in kind of like a pop genre, and uh, you know I was living in the city and just kind of top lining writing records that were you know I was looking for streaming and trying to you know like I was kind of I had a different motive around the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was great. It was, it, you know, over, I mean, it was a, a lot of struggle, obviously just like with any freelance creative or whatever, but, um, but you know, overall it ended up working out and I was making a living and it was, it was fun. Then I kind of like just lost a little bit of passion. I was like kind of disconnected from the outdoors and 
just felt like kind of the, uh, what I was writing about and stuff was starting to kind of drift of like what I, I you know, I really wanted to kind of share with the, other people. Like and the substance of it, huh? Get, just take, started taking trips and traveling and just getting back outside and like kind of connecting back with my roots. And then uh, I've been playing guitar for like 20, 25 years or something. So I, I, I picked up the guitar again. I started writing kind of more uh, country folk tunes probably like four years ago. And then uh, an e- like my first EP with this kind of like, uh, I want to call it a rebrand or whatever, but just this new direction. Uh, and then once I was living in the Airstream, I just started kind of figuring out like, all right, how am I going to, am I going to do this, you know, without a studio? And then I started realizing that, you know, I don't really need that. And uh, kind of reset up my gear situation and uh, this little mobile setup in the, in the Airstream. And it, uh, I started just like kind of recording tunes and, um, I mean, it's like epic inspiration, right? You're just sitting in front of some beautiful national park or something. So writing was, was pretty smooth. And then, uh, I started just kind of like recording demos here and there. And then, uh, the pandemic hit and I continued writing, you know, it was obviously you're like, I was pretty in this kind of like solitude. And, um, then this year I, uh, buckled down and record a new EP, um, about like this Airstream, like your, your baby and traveling around with it. And, uh, yeah. So that's, that's my latest, my latest little project. Yeah. And you've given me a sneak peek of it. And so what I wanted to do, Kinks and Anna, what we wanted to do was give the listeners kind of a sneak peek. So, um, what is, what's the EP called? EP is called Harlow. Harlow uh-huh. is the name of the airstream, and it was actually bought about forty miles from this ranch where I'm at right now in a town called Harlowton. Let's give a little. <laughs> let's give a little sneak peek of uh, yeah of one of the songs. Cool. Now I know last night we got a little bit loose, but I ain't complaining because I'm finally with you. I don't have to look at your face on the screen anymore You hit the bed and I'll hit the store and get some more beer Cause baby we're staying home I'ma chop some wood for the fire and let it burn high Cook up some dinner that I caught by the side of the river You were next to me Feel like home, even on the road. As long as I'm with you and I ain't alone anymore, so we can just roam into the unknown. Cause when we're together, we can weather any storm. And I don't have to look at your face on the screen anymore. Hit the bed and I'll hit the store and get some more beer. Cause baby, we're staying home. I'ma chop some wood for the fire and let it burn high. Cook up some dinner that I caught by the side of the river. You were next to me. This is what we've been waiting for. Say goodbye anymore. I don't have to look at your 
face on a screen anymore You hit the bed and I'll hit the store and get some more beer Cause baby we're staying home I'ma chop some wood for the fire and let it burn higher Cook up some dinner that I caught by the side of the river When you were next to me And I don't have to look at your face on the screen anymore You hit the bed and I'll hit the store and get some more beer Cause baby we're staying home And I'ma chop some wood for the fire and let it burn high Cook up some dinner that I caught by the side of the river you were next to me That'll be on the full EP list How many songs are on the EP, August? Uh, five Ended five. up being five songs That's five. sick Not five. enough oh, <laughs> Not, I know What I the know. heck, dude? Give us more It was yeah. a full album Jesus I know Well, isn't that <laughs> what an EP well, is? It's just like the preview of a full album? Or no? It's, uh, it's basically just like a half-length album Oh, but uh, I, never I, re- yeah, I honestly it, just didn't know what an, <laughs> what an EP actually was. Yeah, who even knows anymore with the industry? Totally. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Everyone just does like singles now, right? Because that just yeah, the, the song Harlow, dude, literally so it's just so good because the the main chorus of it. I don't know. It just there's something sing it, like sing it to us. Honey. I'm not gonna sing it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Re- remix, remix, high May on the track. <laughs> we were just talking about beatboxing. Yeah. <laughs> Kingston's Love like, it. I wish I could beatbox. <laughs> dude, me too. Me too. What was the inspo for Harlow besides the trailer? Like the hands on the hands on the wheel, like that whole just again, like the whole thing. What was the was there like a certain moment on the road where you're just like, oh, this is it? Well, Harlow's, it's funny because I didn't, I never really wanted to put anything in the writing that was very like directed as it being an airstream. So actually, if you listen to the song, I think most people I've played it for don't even, unless they actually know that I have an airstream named Harlow, they think I'm thinking about a girl, right? Because it's kind of like I'm talking about this thing that <laughs> it's true. Like, stands by, stays by my side, and blah blah blah. Right? It's Harlow like, is shining. Kind of funny. Or a dog. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but no, it's about the airstream. But um, <laughs> I, I think I think the uh, the first line of the song that I wrote was uh, uh, "Let's sleep with the sun and move with the seasons." So sick. and kind uh, of kind of. Uh, encompasses living in an airstream right it's like totally. sun goes down you're like all right time to go to bed sun comes up and you're like all right let's get the day get the day started you don't and always then, move locations though do you you stay in you've like you're you're sometimes pretty not, not yeah so i find i find spots where they're like all right you can, you can be here for a bit but uh <laughs> but yeah sometimes i like you know out in the ranch like i can't have it out here uh, I, I you know I spend my summers out here with it, but when when the snow comes, it's it's can't handle thirty thirty degrees below zero. You know, is that pretty bad for the like the integrity too, of the camper? Oh, uh, it's just like the water lines freezing, and oh, yeah. it just it, it definitely gets intense. You know, yeah, it's already it's already it just like adds too much of like a difficulty factor, and then but uh, I mean I'm sure you could stay warm in there. Just I had a pretty pretty solid heater. Yeah, you. Uh, but yeah, got to definitely got to move when it gets extreme conditions. I mean, it's been in the snow, all that kind of stuff. 
parked on the sand. But and how do you power the the trailer itself? Running on solar. Solar. Um, I mean, to be honest, I all my appliances and things that would draw heavy power are off of propane. That's so, what you were telling like, me. So I'm, smart. Yeah, couple hundred watts of solar and it does the job it's crazy that's so smart though because the propane is easy to fill up on the road too you just go to a gas station usually yeah it's crazy i literally have to fill up my tanks maybe well i don't know once every i guess it depends on the season right if it's in the winter and i'm running the heater it's more about a probably you know once every two months i have to fill it up and it's like 30 bucks yep that's so sweet that's my that's that's my only utility and you're running the a lot of the Dometic stuff that you have in there runs off of propane and electricity. You, it's kind of like um you can mix it, huh? Yeah, it's all three way, so it runs off of uh, AC, DC, or propane. Yeah, I definitely got a little bored in there after a while, and I put a flat screen in there. So uh-huh. once I started watching watching Netflix in there, then the power definitely gets sucked <laughs> out pretty quick. <laughs> so bougie, just get just, more batteries. You just watching Netflix, just yeah. home, homeward bound. After a while, oh, yeah. Yeah, after a while, I'm like, all right, I need something like a little, little bit normal. Yeah, you can't be, yeah, solitude for that long, and the fact that Mads is going to be yeah. traveling with you more is going to be a game changer. Oh yeah, tell us for about sure. that little lady. Oh yeah, tell us about Mads, <laughs> dude. How did you guys meet? Tinder. So <laughs> I uh, actually no, you know, I I slid into her DM. I I she started following me, and then I I was like, yeah, who's this? And, and I was like, whoa, this girl lives in an Airstream. That's hardcore. And she's from British Columbia, and I'm obsessed with DC. So I was just kind of like, I didn't know if she had a boyfriend. And I was like, hey, you live in your Airstream full time? And then she, uh, she was like, yep. And then I was like, all right, cool. And then we just, <laughs> that was it. We just, <laughs> were just like, all right. Damn, you're, you're when a are we gonna hang talker, out? dude. <laughs> dude, it was, it was, it was really, really, I don't know. I don't know what she, what she was, she, I don't know what you saw in it, but <laughs> it worked out. And it the, worked out. It's amazing because she did. I don't think she does anymore, but she did live in an airstream almost full time, right? Yeah, she. Uh, her airstream is, is is epic. She's actually selling it right now, but she uh, she did a seventy seven, so it was kind of like a, it was when the bodies got a little bit wider. Mm-hmm. Hers is thirty foot, so it's like has a separated bedroom in it. Definitely. Oh wow! Like a, it's a bit bigger rig, but. Uh, yeah, she was in that full time for I think a year and a half or something. Yeah, that's that'd be so fun. But it definitely definitely made the transition of like you know traveling and living together in an airstream. Like I don't know, it was more it was possible, so more possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, exactly. that's amazing. And then the, the hers because airstreams are so interesting. Like every year they kind of change something up. It seems, and she has those curved yeah. upper windows. Which yep. I feel like yeah. if you were to break one of those things, Jesus, it's probably so hard to find a replacement, huh? So hard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everything on those things are crazy. I'm sure you know, man. I, I didn't have a, a door handle on mine. I was just like, I searched eBay for months and finally found one. To fit it? Yeah, it was like $400 too. And I'm like, fuck it. I got to get oh it. You know? like, <laughs> yeah, dude, I got, I told Kingston the story, but it's it's a pretty lucky story how I came across oh my, my trailer. I won't get too many details. Yeah. Bummed already. <laughs> but it's it's pretty complete, and I kind of regret not just taking it out as is in the beginning because it's pretty operational. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, I got it, and I was like wet behind the ears, wanted to tear everything out, paint everything, see what I was, see what it was under, what the heck's living under this and that, 
And uh, after taking it full apart, I was like, damn it, I literally could have just taken this thing as is, you know? But it's it's cool because yeah. you can put your own personality on it when you take stuff apart and leave some stuff a little bit more original, you know, changing the colors, changing whatever it is, fabrics, all that good stuff. But yeah, nothing, I haven't had to find like a serious replacement. The only thing is maybe like a window that's a cracked right now, but that's a uh, plexiglass. So I can probably just figure out a way to fix it. Nice to keep some of that original integrity in there. Exactly. That's kind of where the, um, when you keep some stuff original is where it holds the most value. If someone on the podcast is looking to get into living on in, in a trailer or some type of mobile situation, would you give them any recommendations of where to look first or what to look for? Yeah, definitely do your research on um, where you're sourcing the old trailer from because you know, it's all, it ends up, the numbers flow and balance out somehow in a way where it's like, you, you might get a trailer cheaper, but there was a rat infestation. You have to take up the subfloor so really? like to know if it was parked indoors or things like that. Kind of getting like a, a backstory on the vintage trailer because those little things could just turn out to be like a, a game changer, you know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I would say like, I would say to, if, you know, if you're maybe, Oh, I think a lot of people try and just find like an Airstream as cheap as they can and then just like figure it out from there. But in a weird way, I'd, I'd almost say spend a little bit more money to get something with like good skins or, you know, not rotted sub floors with, like I was saying, mice, mice problems, like almost worth spending a little bit more money initially. Yeah. Because it's, um, it's, you're giving yourself a little bit more of a head start and that shit's expensive, dude. If you're tearing out flooring and lifting the full shell of a trailer, like then you're looking into some serious cash flow in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, totally. We Kingston, um, Kingston and his fiance cat. I think you've met cat before at the camp out in Kukuma. Yeah. They were yeah. looking to get into the trailer life and yeah. kind but of we, are still or no. We, we chose that's not the right route for us because it, it, it is a lot more than it seems. Yeah. So it kind of like turned us away. I mean, it'd be st- it'd be sick to do it still, but I I think we would just get something new mm-hmm. and just sell it when we're done with it. Like a they, they hold scenario? No, like, like, I mean, honestly, like a toy hauler maybe, but maybe an airstream but those they're just so expensive and yeah you can't you can't uh you can't finance something that's old i think it's like something like seven years or something like that so yeah. um yeah so when when we were looking at airstreams the prices were so high that the only ones that we could afford are the ones that we couldn't get loans on <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of canceled out all of our plans but it, it it's fine. It, it works oh, out for a reason. Well, if you ever want a house, you ever want a house swap, do a little timeshare. I told Kingston the same thing. I was like, if once I'm done, it's like that trailer. If you want to pull it around, if you break it though, you buy it. Yeah, <laughs> but you can use it whenever you want. I know you could you could list it on Outdoorsy or something. But yeah, that's kind of gnarly. I don't know if I want just a bunch of randoms towing my trailer. Well, they, they it's all insured. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. But. You know, it's just another thing that, and plus we have nowhere to put it. Yeah. Like we would have to live in it. I'm telling, I'm telling August, dude, once we, once you settle down in Montana, maybe, you know, you get out of there, um, Paso Robles, dude, 
build a little community of airstreams in in the back of the property and the montana know, of central california yep central california <laughs> yeah put the, put the trailer there. you ain't gotta twist my arm man yeah, and that you can start great. collecting some some rent on it but it's still it's just there that'd be so you should sick, build a dirt dude. bike track out there we we've thought about it really i was gonna leave the dirt oh, bike com- up there Go. Do you go this I always invite Kingston and he never wants to go, dude. Not always. I'm it's kidding. just like your sweatpants. You never gave him his sweatpants. Fucking <laughs> guy. Yeah, speaking of sweatpants, let's plug him. What's up, August? Do you like your sweatpants? Dude, they are uh, they are incredible. See, Honestly, guys. if you're looking for the best <laughs> pair of sweatpants, hit up Easy Supplies. Okay, there we go. There you go. We got the plug out of the <laughs> And someone else do it for you. <laughs> Um, when when this EP drops, where can we? Yeah, where do where, you find where it? Where are gonna find this thing? I'm not printing any hard copies of it, obviously, at this point. But uh, yeah, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, Google Play, whatever, whatever it is your fancy. Okay, and just they should look up um, Harlow or August Paul music, yeah, right? Just look up August Paul. And then, up, and then on unless there's some new August Paul that you don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> and then on Instagram, I know you have two Instagrams that you kind of post on the reg, but which one? I mean, plug them both so yeah, people can find it. The the people that are interested in Airstream can check um, out the for the Airstream. It's just Airstream House and House is H A U S, and that kind of just uh, is all only strictly about the Airstream. Yep. Okay. And cool. then my my personal is is August Lifestyle, and that has more about the music and the lifestyle. The life. August with the blue check mark. You yeah. Makes you look literally super verified. So verified, <laughs> dude. How did you get that blue check mark? What does it mean? Yeah, what does uh, it mean? <laughs> Give me one. I, I honestly don't. <laughs> I I know it's weird. I when I was making when I was doing all the pop music and stuff, and and uh, my manager just uh, he's like, look at your Instagram one morning, and he did it for me. But uh, oh, that's cool. I think you know a lot of people think that it's about. Um, a lot of people think that uh, I hope that I'm make, saying this right, but think that the blue check mark is about amount of followers, but I think it's more based on accounts that are likely to be replicated. Yeah. Uh, okay. So it's like yeah. a yeah. So people can't cop, obviously copy, take your shit and then yeah. copy it over to something. Yeah. Else. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's harder for the for one and only brands, but I think it's mainly for uh for like people. So Yeah, I think it's personalities. Yep. Yeah. Because you don't want people like pretending to be Kingston or August. Oh, no, 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 no one. Wow. My mama said. <laughs> my, my, my mama said. <laughs> oh, here's yeah. a plug. You ready for this? Go for it. Remember the Trona trip? Oh. We got Harlow previewed on that too. Previewed on that. And real yeah, life. That was so fun. Oh, but seriously, thank you guys so much for having me on here and let me chat about airstream music life. Oh yeah, course, dude, you're crushing it. So it's it's only it only made dude, sense. I appreciate it. Well, yeah. thank you again, yeah, August. Thanks, dude. Thank you guys. Tell right. tell Mads we said what up and uh, keep following and hopefully I finish that that trailer so we can go camping together, dude. Trailer life. Yes, I cannot cannot wait for the first caravan. August Paul everybody thank you